Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning, good morning. Thank you, Ann Curry. Good morning and welcome to Hour <laughs> 3 of Jason and Alexis in the morning mm. on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything flow. Kiss my grant. Thank you, Flo. <laughs> I'm Jace with Lex and Grant filling in for Don McClain, who, if, uh, if all systems are uh, a go, <laughs> she should be back uh, next week. So, yes. and then one more little fun programming note. So, Alexis uh, Kabubowicz Thompson is going in to get um, a butt implant, right? Lex, you're yeah. getting a butt implant at the <laughs> yeah. end of the week. Yeah, 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 just the left cheek, though. Just yeah. the left cheek. She's going in to get a left yeah. butt in, uh, implant. Mm-hmm. Good luck on that, Lex. And Thank you. Uh, so, she won't be here. So, uh, it's thir- th- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Lex? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be the dude show. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, Wednesday, yes. Thursday, Friday. That's right. All dudes, all the time. <laughs> just me and Grant. That's it. Yes. Just the dude show. Love it. So we're oh, going to wear. That's going to be so fun, you guys. We're going to wear Axe body spray <laughs> all day. Um, we're going to dude it <laughs> oh my out. God. Dude oh. it out. We are, are going to dude it out. Uh, <laughs> so get ready for Dude Palooza. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday oh. right here on the show. Love it. I'm in. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Right now, though, and good luck on that butt implant. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're yeah. very welcome. Oh, I man. hope that turns out You know, out the right. timing of everything is just, it's key, isn't it? For a yeah. while, Dawn was going to get her hysterectomy in June, so mm-hmm. this was appropriate. She'd be back by now, and, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it's time for that butt implant, I hope that they... No I just can't wait to you know, watch you sit because you're going to be permanently like crooked. I can't wait to watch yeah, that. Yeah, I can gonna... only afford one cheek. You know, know. <laughs> it's just that's all. And uh, buy just... one get one, Lex. <laughs> that's right. I wish they had that offer, but unfortunately, no. No. They don't. no. Maybe next year I'll get the right one. I can't wait for that. It's time for Am I the Asshat Part Two? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I? Am I the asshat? <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the emails. Really, Alexis? I know. Tell no, me she's, more about I know, this seriously. Cheek. She is Tell not getting a butt implant. For those with no sense of humor, <laughs> she is not getting a butt implant. Do you Thank remember you, what you yeah. used to say when, oh, there's Alexis Kabubowicz Thompson? Yes. With four fingers. Four fingers. <laughs> that year, with I remember that year. Alexis Thompson. People were looking yeah. at my hand like, oh, she got all five. Okay. Yeah. Like, guys, it's just a joke. Settle yeah. down. Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. Part two. Am I the asshat for refusing to let my husband's best friend, who's an ex, meet our baby? My husband's best friend's ex. No, my uh, my husband's oh. best friend, 
who is also an ex-girlfriend of his, meets oh, their baby. Got it. Okay, got it, yes. got it, got it. Okay. All right. Uh, from the mom's point of view, she um, and her husband, Daniel, are both 26. They've been friends for 15 years, dated for three, married for one, and now she just gave birth to a baby boy. During his senior year of high school to his second year in college, he dated Nadia, who's the same age, and they remain friends and are very close emotionally, but they don't talk or see each other that much because I guess he respects me. However, I know that he considers her his best friend, and they kept seeing each other for a year after their breakup. Things between Nadia and I are superficial, and to be completely honest, I don't like her that much, and she doesn't like me. However, I do get that my husband is entitled to have friendships and people who love and cherish him. I've never restricted their relationship, and I've never asked for less contact. But Nadia feels that my, quote, childish emotions keeps them from having a real friendship like they used to because my husband would rather not put me through bad feelings. They talk and have group gatherings once in a while that I don't attend, but they're never alone, and my husband has made it clear it's not a possibility anymore because of what happened between them. I do feel that she's still in love with him. So, as soon as I got pregnant, she started to call herself an auntie. Oh. Appropriate. Appropriate groan there. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. She visited me twice to bring me stuff uh, that she bought for the baby, but I felt weird because she touched my belly, and she tried to get into mm. the auntie role. Mm. However, I never mentioned this to my husband. She went to the hospital after I gave birth to, quote, check on Dan, and said several times to ask how, called him several times to ask how the baby was doing, but mostly how Dan was doing yesterday. He asked if Nadia could come within the next week, couple weeks to visit him. And I couldn't help but answer with the quick. No, Dan all's only sighed and said that uh, doing so wouldn't be fair. Now for context, both of their families have met the baby two weeks ago and her best friend, who's the godmother will visit in three weeks. And this is also a role that Nadia wanted. He said that if my best friend gets to meet meet him, then so his should as well. I just said I felt weird around her, and he said I, it, I could be in the living room, and they could be in the kitchen, or vice versa. Um, but he really wants her to meet him, and asked him to let me ch- and and I asked him to let me think about it. So a few hours ago, he came in while I was feeding the baby and uh, told me that if I didn't feel like letting Nadia meet him, it's okay, and then left. But I know he's really bummed, and I worry that I'm the asshat. Am I the asshat? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Grant. I'm sorry. I got lost. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of... My initial thought, Lex. There's a lot going on in this one, yes. There's a lot. No, there's just a lot of boundaries being crossed, <gasps> yes. in my opinion. 651-641-1071 if you would like to chime in or tweet us. Yes, there, Jason. You Do you agree? I, I, yes. I just, there, there, there was about seven seconds where I was on the side of the husband. Maybe five seconds. Yeah. I forgot where in your, uh, forgot where in the letter. Yeah. But there was a moment where I was like, okay. And I, and I will tell you honestly, it was at the very beginning. I thought, ooh, this is speaking to the insecurity of the wife. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. But then, then the, the checklist of boundary crossing started. Yeah. And now I'm on the polar opposite side. 
I, I just think the, the, her best friend is very different from his best friend. And yeah. I don't think she's the asshat for a couple, for several reasons. What do you think, Lex? Yeah, not the asshat. Now, there's a little asterisk there because this is yeah, his you're, best you're, friend. Yeah, yeah. Usually I'm like pretty strong, hold mm-hmm. on, whatever it is. But the reason why I think it's good of him to give her some time and maybe give even more, a few more months, maybe even a year, and then maybe that would be a good time. But we have to remember, too, she's postpartum. There could be other feelings going on to not also share with your husband at the time when she just kind of said, hey, I'm an auntie. Because you do want to have a village around you, right? You want other people to really love your child and to be a part of that with you. And the fact that she's there and willing and able and want, yeah, wants to be there, that's really a beautiful thing. It's just the boundaries, and that might be a conversation that she needs to have with her before she is allowed to meet the baby. Because you can't just say, gosh, it also is a cultural thing too, maybe. Because I call a lot of my friends, my son's auntie. And if that's weird for some people, I can see that that might be a line that's drawn. Um, But also, yeah, oh gosh, Um, not the asshat. I'm going to just say that. Small with a little asterisk. Yeah, because I do feel like at some point, like if they are such great best, if they're best friends, I can see him on that side going, hey, but at some point... I do want her to meet him. Well, maybe like you said, maybe see, let them see the baby, but after a very hard conversation about boundaries. Yeah, like you don't touch a me. Very, yeah, like some just a real kind of laying cards on the table. Yeah. Maybe that's what these three need. They need to lay the cards on the table and then start from that place. Uh, yeah, let's go to the phone mm-hmm. lines. 651-641-1071. The Teresa? Is yeah, Teresa. Three? Yeah, Teresa, excuse me. Oh, no, no, no. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to the show. How do you feel about this? This is a good one. Yeah, you guys, I'm in complete agreement with you. Um, and I will base this on a related story about myself. Oh. Um, I, unbeknownst to me, with my third child, uh, my husband was having an affair with the next door neighbor. I know this is not completely related, but... Mm. Um, he, she came over after I'd had twins. I'm sorry, it was with my first children. Nope, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh, I keep forgetting. It's the third. Okay, anyway. So he invited her over. She came right up into the bedroom when I was nursing the baby and walked in and stood there while I, you know, boob out, oh. breastfeeding my baby. And um, it was absolutely a violation. He let her in the house. Mm. I found out five months later that they were having an affair but looking back i was so meek and mild and i would just say trust your gut because and i'm not saying he's having an affair with his old girlfriend at all i but i just agree that there's a boundary here and you have every right to do what feels right to you yeah and he is being very respectful which i love about him but I 100% agree. You need to have an agree a discussion about boundaries because it's not fair to have someone just come up to your belly and put their hand on it. Oh. It's about you and how you feel, girl. So just respect yourself and trust your gut. Yes. And I love you and good wishes to you and your baby. Aww. Teresa, 
Teresa, do you mind if I ask, and if I'm getting nosy, please just tell me, did you did you have a sense with her? You, you were talking about instinct and the female instinct and the mom. Did yeah. you have a feeling about her? No, sadly, I had no clue. Mm. I found out afterward, and they were the house at the end of a cul-de-sac, the house next door. Mm. I had no clue that it was going on. I found out afterward when after he had told me that it was over. A week later, her husband told her, and he had been sleeping on their son's bedroom floor um, because he wasn't at my, when my lawyer said, you know, don't let him come back into the house again. Then he moved into the bedroom with with her, and her husband called me. I had no idea. I was dumbfounded. And then I learned from neighbors that they were actually, there was a lot more going on than I even knew about. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. How, how, lo- how long ago was this, Teresa? Uh, this was many years ago. Okay. And I'm long since healed, as you can probably tell. Yeah. And I have forgiven him, and we're we're actually friends again. Um, and Teresa is not my name. But I, yeah, you know, I, oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the important thing is really, I think, for women to trust their instincts. Yeah. No, I knew something was going on, but I didn't know that was going on. Yeah, the extent so, of it. So, yeah, he wasn't wanting me. Let's just put want in quotes. But, you know, it's. It's important that we trust our guts, and when you think something's wrong, there probably is. Yeah. But I'm not saying there is in this situation yeah. for her. I don't want to get her absolutely yeah, up yeah. unnecessarily at all. That's not my intention. So, well, wow, Ter- thank Teresa, you. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, and thanks for that perspective. We appreciate it, and we're glad absolutely. you're healed and much better. Yeah, you sound good, girl. Oh yes. man, I'm on top of it now. <laughs> I love it. Out. I love it. Bye, <laughs> Teresa. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Am I the asshat? If you see a good situation yeah. uh, in one of these threads, send it to send it to the show, and who knows, it could be discussed right here on Mondays and uh, Wednesdays. We're gonna take a break when we come back. We have Holly today. Yes, we yes, we do. Uh, yes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly Roberts, the Dirt Alerts next. Or hi, everybody. It's Jason Live for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mister Big. We are a Nutrisource home. We are a Nutrisource state. Actually, if you didn't know, Nutrisource is based right here in Minnesota. So other than just the nutritional benefit, um, there's also a great benefit knowing that you're supporting the local economy because Nutrisource employs hundreds of Minnesotans. So make the switch. Here's another reason. No matter your dog's size, age, breed, there's a Nutrisource formula product for them. Right now, we are dealing with, in our house, a picky eater. That's right, Mr. Big. So we have turned to Nutrisource's newest product, Kombucha. That's right. Kombucha is a a bone broth food topper that you pour on your dog's kibble and they gobble it right up. Believe me, it's been a lifesaver in our house. So go to Nutrisource. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Petfoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment, everything. It's hip to be square, Huey Lewis. It's time for the Dirt Alert. 
And doing the dirt alert for us is the one, the only, live from Elk Mound, Holly Roberts. Good morning, Holly. <laughs> oh, good morning, Jason, Alexis, Grant. Your dirt alert's going to start off this morning with some testing results courtesy of the Federal Bureau of Investigation investigating the fatal shooting on the movie set of the film Rust. Mm-hmm. Now, this happened almost a year ago. This is the movie where Alec Baldwin was involved in a fatal shooting of a crew member of the set of Rust. And so we haven't really heard a lot about this investigation I would say maybe in five or six months. But today, the FBI has revealed that the testing of a gun used in the fatal shooting on the movie set of Rust found that the weapon handled by Alec Baldwin could not be fired without pulling the trigger while the gun was cocked. This according to a forensic report. Yeah. Now, Baldwin had the gun while rehearsing a scene in New Mexico when a shot was fired, killing the cinematographer Helena Hutchins and injuring director Joel Souza. Now, back in December, Alec Baldwin told ABC News that he never pulled the trigger of the the gun that shot Hutchins. The trigger wasn't pulled. He said, I didn't pull the trigger. However, um, the FBI's forensic report is saying that that would not be possible. Oh, well. And poor timing. I don't know how you poor or right timing. I just saw Holly on Instagram uh, two segments ago that Chris Cuomo, now with his own show on his channel, is sitting down with Alec for an interview. Now, I have not watched the interview, but this just uh, popped. Wow. How did he get that interview? I don't know. So, I mean, I know he's been interviewed before, but now after this report. Wow. Well. Oh, go ahead, Jason. Oh, no, I was going to say, he better be careful because his George Snuffleupagus interview did him no favors. No. So uh, he should probably be careful what he says at this point in the investigation. If you were his lawyer, wouldn't you just be like, shh, quiet. Shh, don't speak. Don't speak. Yes. Yes, Alec Baldwin surprisingly has been on the offensive this whole time concerning this uh, this ordeal, this tragedy. You know, Jason, you mentioned his interview with George Stephanopoulos, where he was surprisingly vocal about things that, to Alexis's point, perhaps an attorney would go, shh, 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 honey, honey, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now that, okay, so he's talking to Chris Cuomo, perhaps Alec Baldwin has information that we don't know about this investigation, but uh, where is Chris, Chris Cuomo these days? Where's he hanging out? Well, it looks like he's shooting this from his bedroom. So, I mean, in no shade, because, you know, we all did shows from our rooms for many years, but for about a good year. But, yeah, he looks like he's in his, uh, like his wife's crafting room. He looks like he's at Alexis's house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. in, in, in his Garanimals, yeah. doing an interview with uh-huh. Alec Baldwin. Uh, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be on Next Star Media's Nation news nation yeah that's where he's going to be starting soon mm-hmm. he's also got oh, the chris nice. cuomo project which that's is what his, this is yeah yes. on apple Podcasts. so yep. there you go that's great for chris cuomo we wish him the best hey over on the october issue of adele of Elle magazine it's adele and she's talking about how she's feeling lucky in love with her boyfriend rich paul oh mm-hmm. 
She looks fantastic, and she says, I've never been in love like this, and I'm obsessed with him. And she says, I definitely want more kids. Adele, uh, you know, she has aspirations of being a homemaker. She says, I'm a matriarch, and a stable life helps me with my music. But right now, you know, she said that all she has in her brain right now is her upcoming Las Vegas residency, and she wants to bleep and nail it, according in her words. Well, she kind of has to, considering, you know, she kind of has to nail it. Because everyone's been waiting a while, <laughs> yeah. just saying. You know, I love lots you, of but, dough. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, lots of dough to go and see Adele. Her Caesars Palace residency is back on, going to be starting late this year, going into early next year. And there are really high expectations because, well, people were feeling a little burned when she canceled at the last minute. So, again, yep. like Chris Cuomo... We wish Adele all the best. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. Um, Tiffany Haddish revealing that she used her payday on the film Girls Trip to pay off her house. She got $80,000 for her role in Girls Trip, and she told Cosmopolitan magazine that she used all that money to pay off the house that she bought after the first season of The Carmichael Show. Yes. Oh, good for her. Yeah. You know, she said that she would fear she feared being unhoused again. And she said, "I was she was trying to figure out how to create generational wealth for herself." And she said, "The fastest way to do it in her mind was that you go buy some land." Ding so, ding. yeah, she was advised by some folks, "Hey, you know, maybe you have one season of a sitcom under your belt. Maybe don't go and get a mortgage right now." But she yeah. was like, "Whatever, I'm gonna do it." And then she ended up paying off her house. So good for her. I love Tiffany. I adore her. She's so good. And so are you. Holly Roberts, everybody. For more of these stories, go to mytalk1071.com. And another Dirt Alert's coming up on Donna and Steve coming up at 1220. When we return, more TV talk. Amazon dropped their League of Their Own series. Is it a home run? We'll tell you when we come back. Back in a moment. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hour three. I'm Jace Olex and Grant filling in for Dawn. Thanks for being here. Thank you. We're uh, continuing to get a lot of comments about this week's Am I the Ass Hat? And a lot of them, yeah. you didn't even have to listen to it, but go back and listen to hour two and hour three of our podcast. But you didn't even have to hear the segment to uh, kind of appreciate or understand. A lot of comments we're getting is about the power of no and how sometimes no should just be enough. Yes. You, you don't need to add some whipped cream to no. <laughs> you don't need to add some French fries and make it a combo meal. No, you can just eat no. <laughs> Horrible eat analogy. It. <laughs> but you it's just you could eat you could just put no in your mouth and that should be enough. You shouldn't you don't need to give people fries. Or some potato chips. That's right. No should be enough. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. No. Whether you're pregnant or not, right? Yeah. If somebody doesn't want yes. to drink, I know you're at a winery, but you know they're there celebrating you and they say no, just move on. That yeah. means there's more wine for you and everybody else. I think what also is the problem, and I think that for a long time, you know, I used to drink a lot more than I do now. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you drink a little, you're kind of, you know, you're, you're the loud one. You're the one having fun and, mm -hmm. you know, making a, a <laughs> having a having a good old time, you know. Singing to the jukebox, yes. Right. And I think that once you kind of, that expectation of you is there, it's hard for people around you, especially if you've changed, if you decided you don't want to drink, 
for them to go, wait a second, this is weird. I'm not used to this. Yeah. You're the life of the party. Why aren't you drinking? Yes. Yeah. And so maybe there's a little bit of that too going on. But once you say it, then move on. Like don't Yes. It's I think it's the piling on. I think it's not so much question two. I think it's question three, four, and five. Well, why aren't you drinking? Well, what? Well, come on. Why don't you? No, 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 no. And not just drinking. I just mean, I think just the word no in general. Just no. No comma. No semicolon. Just no. Nope. No, I don't want to go to there. I don't want to go to there there today. (laughs) No, I don't want to go to that restaurant. And then it makes people do things like bring, you know, bring some sparkling grape juice and then just pour that in the background and just sip on that or order a drink with a lime in it that's non-alcoholic because it's just sometimes easier. Mm-hmm. My my mother-in-law and her sisters have a thing. It's mainly just my mother-in-law and one particular sister, but and I, I love this. I've referenced it before, but broadening out the conversation about no, but they don't try, they don't um, guilt each other. Like, let's say my mother-in-law would like her sister to come with her to, I don't know, a weekend at the casino. Mm-hmm. And my mother-in-law sister says, no, that doesn't work for me. That That's their line. If they say that to each other, there is no hemming and hawing. There's no guilt, especially. There's no guilt. There's no being mad. It, it does not work for me. I like that phrase, too. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. Okay, move on. Cool. So, what do you, so what's a... Uh, what should we do tonight? You know, you move on. You don't, you don't guilt people. But I love that. I love that they have that shorthand. I love that they have that rule with each other. That doesn't work for me. I like that. Yeah. But people have a hard time saying no. I think we as just. That's us. Yeah. I'm guilty for sure. Me too. Me, all me of three, us. I'm talking man. all three of us. Like we yeah. are. Like yeah. that's. It's hard. A people pleasing yeah. problem. That's what I have. Yeah. I just kind of like me go to too, what yes. other people need more than what I need for myself. And it ends up really, really affecting me. And I just yeah. let it happen all the time. Yeah. And it's not great. I mean, no. I, you know, therapy has taught me that it's not, it is, it is destructive and it's not, it doesn't always yield great results being a people pleaser. I believe me, I'm 48 and really realizing the consequences of, of, being a people pleaser, I wish I would have done therapy many, 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 many years ago. But um, yeah, I think we just as people, we have a really hard time saying, I don't have a problem saying no to be Arthur, but that's about it. I mean, that's literally, that's it. <laughs> She's easy to say no to. She's, that's easy right there. No, I'm not going to no. dress up like a like a squash and do this video. No, I'm not going to do that. No. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not make gonna Alexis do it. Make Alexis do it. Yeah, Alexis, dress Alexis up. Uh, Alexis, Alexis Mikey, will dress she'll up. do it. Yeah, she'll dress up like a zucchini. Sure, and, and do the macarena. Yeah, yeah. No, happily. No, I won't. I won't hand out drink coupons at the bottom <laughs> of an escalator at an event. That's that a happened. Story. That, that happened. happened, Grant. That happened. Yeah. They, oh, uh, the old days, my, huh? My oh. second, my second event ever being booked uh, through my talk, um, and I called Alexis. I said, "Okay, I'm I'm going to this craft fair. This giant. They've booked me for this giant craft fair. I'm introducing something. I'm introducing a speaker. You know, Connie crafting or something. I don't know. I was introducing somebody. Yes. So 
I get there, and the woman, the PR woman, who just had the personality of a tire swing, she was just a horrible human being. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Dreadful woman. Anyway, I get there, and she's like, hi, are you Jason? I go, yeah. I go, I'm on, and I'm eager beaver. This is back when Lex and I were not jaded and we were just, you know. Oh, that's the way I am right now. I'm eager oh, beaver. Yeah. I'll, I know, whatever you want I me to do at work, I'll do it. I got yeah, that. Yeah. We'll, we'll ruin that by week's end. Yeah, anyway, yeah, don't worry. Um, you're on the wrong show right now. Uh, hashtag bitter. Um, hashtag nobody loves us anymore. Um, hash, anyway. Um, so. I, so I talked to Tire Swing, and she's uh-huh. like, hi, are you Jason? I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm all, like, bubbly, and I'm like, Tigger. You know what I mean? I'm like <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's friend, Tigger. And I go, yeah, it's, that's me. And um, and she goes, <laughs> and she goes, okay, well, here you go. And I said, and she hands me this paper. And I said, well, can I get a drink of water before we do anything? She says, yeah, we don't really have time for that. And I look at what? her, I'm like, we don't have time. True. We don't have time for water. <laughs> nope. I go, okay. I, I said, no, I really do kind of need it. And then I started getting that right then is when I was like, no, I got to kind of put my foot down. So I got my little water. And then I said, okay, now where, where am I introducing Connie crafting or whatever? And she goes, oh, you're not introducing anybody. She says, you're going to be standing right here. At the at the end of the escalator, handing out drink coupons, and I look at her and I go, "I'm what?" what? She goes, "You're handing out coupons." Yeah, and I go, oh. "I am." So here I am at the bottom. I'm in a suit. I'm in a full like a. I'm in a suit, and people are coming down the escalator, and you know that happens very quickly. So as they're coming down, I'm like, "Hi, here's a free drink. Here's a free drink coupon." Here's a free drink. And I couldn't even get the whole spiel out because, you know, in Escalator, people are coming like uh-huh. Lucy in the candy factory. It's like, hi, here's a free drink. And if they stop for a second, it's going to be nothing it's but gonna, chaos. They're going to fall. Everybody's going to fall. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I called Lex. I go, girl, they have me at the bottom of an escalator handing out coupons. Thank you. Come again. And I call, yeah. And I called B. Arthur on the way home. I go, is this how all my talk events are? Y'all don't let us have water? I think the first one was the furniture fashion, furniture show. fashion show. So you also had that plus yes. this. Yeah, it was not good. Giving out the coupons, not so bad, right? Not so I mean, bad. But no. because of the experience before. Yeah, and Tire Swing wouldn't let me have any we hydration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it helps when we're together. You know, it that does. whole thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> When we when we come back, a league of their own. Is it a home run or not? Next, I have good news for y'all. That's right, we have another contest that I didn't know about. Because <laughs> 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 guess what? We got something to give away. Uh, really? Oh, that's perfect. Oh God, it's another my talk contest. We have no idea about until somebody tells us. <laughs> Nobody loves us on this station anymore. (laughs) Thank you for remembering, Grant. (laughs) Lex, we are still the morning show, right? I I just want to make sure. I think we are.
Uh, Grant, what are we giving away? We are giving away a pair of tickets to see Michael Buble on September seventh wow. at the Excel Energy Center. Right? That's a good little concert. There, doors open at seven p.m. Show is at eight. Tickets are on sale now. So the seventh caller, give me a call at six five one six four one one zero seven one, and we'll hook you up with some Buble tickets that Jason and Alexis had no idea that they even had a chance he to give away. No idea. I just <laughs> haven't heard about it yet. They're, they're, they're <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. We can just end the show on that. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard about it yet. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh God! Why do I feel like we're the overnight people? Why do I feel like? Oh God! Okay. We know now. So tomorrow, get ready. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, welcome. <laughs> Let's go. Wait, was there an email? And I feverishly look for it. Was there an email? No. Get, no. No, we did not. Oh, God. It's okay. We're, bar- we're barely here. <laughs> thank goodness we're, you're here, Grant. I, thank goodness. <laughs> Tell us what to oh, do. Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> hey, it's Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on my talk. Everything entertainment. Everything. It's news to us. Um, <laughs> let's do... Um, Let's do a little TV talk. We've teased it since God was in diapers. Um, A League of Their Own on Amazon. What'd you think of it, Lex? I watched one episode, so I haven't done my full taste, which uh, will be happening. There's 10 episodes, aren't there, Chase? Yeah, there's 10. Okay. Um, I liked it a lot, actually. I'm excited to see how they flesh the characters out. There's a lot of fun characters. There's lots of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Between a lot of the characters, and they act out some of that, which is like, oh, okay, yeah. lesbians. Oh, all right, There's... lesbians, we love oh, you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, black female players too. They're not allowed to try out, so there's a lot of, um, well, just to talk about that. Um, so that's great. Also, the question: Will people watch women play? And so that's a whole other thing that I think, you know, is, of course, the theme of the movie and of the series as well. The owner of the team who creates candy bars, you know, really wants attractive players. No pants in public. There's a curfew. And so, chaperones. Yep. So I love the setup. I'm excited to keep going. How about you? Uh, ditto. That does it for us. We'll see you tomorrow, okay. everybody. No, yeah. <laughs> no, you, I couldn't. I'm a Xerox copy of what you just said. I, I'll expand on it in a little bit. I am fearful, and I've heard this criticism, and I hope it doesn't get... I heard that it can get a little and just like that-ish. Oh, no. Meaning Ooh. a little preachy. Oh, okay. A little, and I, and I hope not. I hope that the messages are... De- the important messages are delivered through entertainment and not like it's an after school special. Um, that's, but um, I liked episode one. I like the way it's shot. Yeah. I love this era. I really, I, I said this in the, in the run up to this Lex, I love the forties, the clothes, hair, yes. how people behave, the red lips, the hidden lesbianism. <gasps> Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, lesbians. Tuesday, Wednesday, lesbians. Thursday, Friday, lesbians. Saturday, what a day to groove to Katie Lang. That's right, Marley. Um, anyway, no, I love it. And uh, because 
it's not that that narrative isn't just made up for the show. Mm-mm. Um, th- that did happen. I mean, there there was a lot of gay women in these leagues that found refuge and the ability to be themselves around like minded folks and and folks sharing the same horrible situation where they had to hide who they were. Mm-hmm. And so that's fascinating to me. Also, I can't wait to get to the episode. Rosie O'Donnell's in this, Lex. Oh, she yeah. is. She's going to have like kind of like a reoccurring type thing as a doesn't she going to be like the bar owner or something? She, yeah, she runs like the secret gay bar from my yeah. understanding. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, I know. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see her in that role because obviously if you're a youngin and you've never seen the Penny Marshall masterpiece. Oh, the best. Um, which is. And I said this, Grant, I said this, and Lex and and I are on the same page on this. Now that time is washed away a lot, it is Penny Marshall's greatest movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's Penny Marshall's masterpiece. I would agree. It's it's perfect. It's quite, yeah. There's some things that, like you were saying earlier, that the the movie left out that this show is going to try to approach a little bit more. Yeah, but they have more time. But they have more time. But that movie hit so many hearts of so many people. Yeah, it was fantastic. But the show, um, yeah, I think you yeah. like it. It's on Amazon Prime, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to go tonight? back. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you guys uh, think of the coach in the first episode, first couple episodes? We're did not you get, there yet. You're not We're there not there yet. yet. No. You're not there yet. Okay. okay. They We're alluded to the fact that they're gonna hire someone. Okay. okay. But not quite. Not yeah. It's, I just uh, know. Isn't it Megan Mullally's husband? Right. It's Nick Offerman. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I just didn't know if it, how you know how it pays justice to Tom Hanks's you know. I've heard yeah. it's a little bit different. You're not going to get the drunk comedic coach that you got out of Tom Hanks. That's the one thing that I heard that might be a little bit different as ah, well. Still okay. have fun, but not like as intense as Tom Hanks was, you know, which mm. would kind of be a bummer. I know. Uh, I have an update, Lex. You've got mail. Yeah. I We received an email from Glenda the Good Witch. You know, all the managers, I, I put them in <laughs> wicked categories. B. Arthur is obviously, yeah, B. Arthur is a combo of the Wicked Witch and the Witch of the East that has the house dropped on them. But uh, Brooke is our promotions manager, and she's Glenda. She floats around in a bubble. We love Brooke. Uh, Poor Brooke is taking responsibility for the Michael Buble contest debacle. But it's not a debacle because here's the deal, Lex. God bless her. She sent an email back, I don't know, July of 2021, telling us about this contest. <laughs> so she sent the initial one many, 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 many weeks ago, and we just forgot because yeah, it was so morons. long ago. Yeah, yeah we're morons. So Brooke did send us an email. So uh, at least Brooke loves us. Whoops. Brooke loves us. That's Thanks, right. So, Brooke. I mean, You're the we best. Have, yes. We have one person that still loves us. That's oh, fantastic. man. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Tomorrow, more Michael Buble tickets that we won't forget about. Yeah, baby! That's right. In the meantime, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right, UBU. Have a fantastic day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Donna and Steve up next. Bye for now.